Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory to God. I've got Jesus, so I've got joy today. God said, be be thankful for small beginnings. This may be small, but look up here and see a whole big old choir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I present to you. Glory to God. The woman of God is going to preach to you to give the word of God. Sharon Rose Gray. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God you. Thank you. you so much. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, you know I'm not going to be long because I got 15 minutes. It's tw- quarter to one. <laughs> but I want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Happy Mother's Day, mothers. Not only ones who have given birth, but there are so many of us that have uh, nurtured or nieces or nephews. If you've been a grandmother, a godmother, an aunt, a foster mother, a stepmother, an adopted mother, a mother who's lost children, a mother who might be expecting right now. We have any expectant mothers in here today? We don't know, none so far. But, you know, all mothers, I, I want to honor you and, and say God bless you today. And continue doing the work. Grandmothers, great-grandmothers. Did I leave out any? Can you all stand? Let me see them. Let me see all the mothers. If you've been a mother, and I need my two brothers, Brother Michael and Brother Antonio, to go in the back and get a basket no, no, I want the, the mother, the, the, the brothers to give it out to the mothers. No, who didn't get it? Anybody who did not get a gift, raise your hand. Not all of them did. Or any mother who didn't get a gift? Any mother who didn't get a gift? Y'all got your gifts already? Oh, she, oh, that's what she's saying. She said she gave him out already. She's ahead of me. The brothers were supposed to give him out. My bro- That's all right. That's good. That's good. Can we give a round of applause to all the mothers? You may be seated, mothers. Sister Renee, I'm going to need you to bring one special mother up here. Sister Peggy. She's ro- I saw the eyes. She's like, no, you're not going to make me go up there again, Sister Sharon. But for those of you who don't know Sister Peggy, Sister Peggy is the mother of our church. Sister Peggy was here before I got here. Yes, yes. Turn around so they could all see you. Those who don't know Sister Peggy, here she is. She's our... <laughs> and this is a rose for a rose. You are a gem. You are a jewel. You are a blessing from the Lord. You have taught me a lot, not by even opening your mouth. Yes, yes. Sometimes you don't even have to teach somebody something, but just by you being you. I want to say from your church family, we love you. Here's a little envelope for you. We love you, and we pray God's blessings on you, and we thank you for being the woman of God that you are. Praise. 
Go ahead. Sister Peggy, when I met you, I met a special person. Mm. And I thought about you this morning. I said, I got to bring Sister Peggy some uh, Mother Peggy some flowers. God bless you. God bless you. Let me put your rose back in my vase for you so it won't well. Thank you, Sister Ross. Thank you. Thank you. You guys may be seated. Can you escort her back? Thank you, Sister Peggy. See these beautiful roses? They came from Sister, um, Sister Andre and Brother Michael. One of these roses uh, is Sister Peggy's, so I'm sticking it out a little bit, but I wanted to get, keep water. All right? Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is a good God. I give him praise today. I worship the living God. Can we give God glory, mothers? Can we give God glory, everyone? Hallelujah. Pastor, can you unlock your screen? My, my um, pastor's iPad was going to do the Zoom today, but oh, that's another story, family. <laughs> that's another story. Thank you, Pastor. So, giving God glory this morning and honor. It's an honor and a privilege to be able to stand in this house today to declare the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Not only to the mothers, but everyone under the sound of my, my voice. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this opportunity. Lord, as we get into your word, I ask that you, Holy Spirit, you will illuminate your word. Let it bring comfort. Let it bring correction. Let it do what you sent it to do. Let it accomplish all that you sent it to do. Father, I present myself to you. I'm but clay. But God, I give you me today and ask that you will use this vessel. This vessel, God, to be uh, bring honor to your name today. And we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Do we have any first-time visitors? You see, pastor was up there. He didn't ask all that. Any visitors? Thank God there's no visitor. Well, not thank God, but, you know, he didn't miss anyone. But good to see you all. To God we give the glory. And what am I telling you today? It is well. I am telling you today it is well. Can you say it is well? Oh, I'm super excited and I'm encouraging my spirit today because God is good. He is good all the time. Not only is he good, but he's faithful. Hallelujah. He's merciful. He's just. He's a loving God. He's kind. He's a provider. He's a way maker. Hallelujah. He's a deliverer. And most of all, he is my healer. He's your healer today. That's the God that we serve. I'm not trying to hype you up today, but I'm trying to build your faith. I want the faith on the inside to arise. So I'm telling you that it is well. And I'm asking the Holy Spirit of God to ignite that faith inside of you. That when you leave here today, you will believe that it is well. You not only believe, but you'll know and you'll run with it. That no matter what comes at you, will say, no, it is well. I need you to turn to somebody and tell them, it is well. 
turn to somebody else and say, it is well. It is well. It is well. Hallelujah. We're going to declare it. And how do I know it's well? I'm going to share one scripture with you before we go into our main text. The scripture is found in Isaiah chapter 3 verse 10. And in the NIV, and I'm telling you, when I got this verse, I was so excited. I said, thank you, Jesus. I needed this as confirmation. Isaiah 3 verse 10 in the NIV says, tell the righteous, it will be well with them. So when I'm telling you this word that God's given you today, it's a word. I came across this scripture. It's like the Lord led me to it. I'd never read this. I read it, but I didn't get it. You know how you read it and you don't get it? But the Lord says, tell the righteous, it will be well with them, for they will enjoy the fruit of their deeds. Hallelujah. Come on and say, am I righteous? Are you righteous? Okay, so I am the righteous, not in your own righteousness, but in the righteous, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So you are righteous by the blood of the lamb. Say so you are made righteous because of the blood. So you're not standing today and receiving this in your own righteousness, but because of Jesus, you could stand boldly and say, I am righteous. And because I am righteous, that word belongs to me. I'm going to claim that word. And what does it say? It is well. Glory to God. But today we're going to study, I'm going to talk about a woman. She's one of my favorite women in the scripture. She is nameless, actually. She's a nameless woman. And she is found in 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Second, turn to 2 Kings chapter 4. I'm going to start at verse 8. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The story is talking about a woman. She was a woman from Shunem. She's known as the Shunammite woman. So for years, we don't know. I mean, this happened many, many years ago. But the Lord allowed us to hear this so our faith could be built. But we still don't know her name. But how many know that God knows our name today? Oh, we don't know her name, but God knows her name. Hallelujah. We don't know her name, but God knows our name. Hallelujah. He knew her name too. But just because, you know, she's not a, a Sarah or a, a, a Mary or an Elizabeth or Jacobed, all these, Hannah, all these women, who, had, who were named in the scripture. But she is important. So you're going to go with me. I'm in the New King James Version. I know some of you have your NLT. But I need you to go with me to the New King James. Only because um, it doesn't say it is well in that translation. And I like this translation. Now verse 8. Now it happened one day that Elisha went to Shunem. Who was Elisha? Elisha was a prophet sent of God. So Elisha was a traveling preacher. Those preachers, those prophets used to travel from town to town. So he went to the town of Shunem, and there was a notable woman, notable woman, and she persuaded him to eat some food. So it was, as often as he passed by, he would turn in there and eat some food. Verse 9, 
And she looked at her husband, and this is what she said. Look now, I know this is a holy man of God who passes by us regularly. Please let us make a small upper room on the wall. Hallelujah. Some of you are not following me, so I'm going to jump back to the NLT so you could get it. I'm going to go to the NLT. So everybody has a Bible. You could follow me in your Bibles. I need you to follow me. Verse 9. She said to her husband, I'm sure this man who stops in here from time to time is a holy man of God. Let's build a room for him on the roof and furnish it with a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp. Then he will have a place to stay whenever he comes by. Now, let's look at some of the characteristics of this woman. First thing about her, anybody could tell me, she was a discerner. Did you get that? I know Sister, Sister Steph is right in taking notes. That's one thing we learned about this woman. She, she had a spirit of discernment. She discerned that he was a man of God. That's, the first, that's one of the things we're learning about her. Second thing she said to her husband, she said, let's build a house. I mean, build a room. So we know. She what? Had a spirit of compassion. She was kind. Oh. So, so far, in two verses, we're learning something about this woman. She had a, the spirit of discernment, and she was kind. Okay. She had, she put a lot of thought into it. We don't know her name, but we know the four pieces of furniture, she said. Think about it. She said, furnish it with a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp. That's a whole nother thing for the four pieces, items that she put in there. For comfort, so he could see. There's a whole lot. But just think about that. Then he will have a place to stay whenever he comes by. Verse, verse uh, wait, where am I? 11. So one day Elisha returned to Shunem. And he went up to this upper room to rest. So she talked her husband into it. The husband agreed. Because one, one translation said she was wealthy. She was notable. She had a little bit of something. You know, she was wealthy, but her wealth did not corrupt her. That's the difference. A lot, of, a lot of times people have wealth and they're corrupted by their wealth. But her wealth did not corrupt her. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. She, she chose, she used this opportunity to bless others. You know, we've heard the saying, I'm blessed to be a blessing. That's what she did. God blessed her, and she in turn blessed him. Already we're seeing her character, right? We said her spirit of discernment. And what else? Spirit of discernment, kindness, and what another one? Service. Service. Compassion. Compassion and kindness are linked. So compassion and kindness. And the third one is service. She was willing to serve the man of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think her service was part of her great faith. Where are we at? Verse 12. So uh, this is Elisha now. He said to his servant Gehazi, tell the woman from Shunem, I want to speak to her. So when she appeared, Elisha said to Gehazi, Tell her, we appreciate the kind concern you have shown us, 
but what can we do for you? Can we put in a good word for you with the king or to the commander of the army? Let's stop right there. So Elijah was, was so blessed and so pleased with this woman that he wanted to do something for her. The man of God wanted to bless her. But Elisha was that kind of prophet that consulted with, the, the, with the, the, the kings. Remember, he would report to the kings and tell them he was the same prophet that said it. What, what, you remember the, the, the story of Elisha? Huh? Yeah, he's the one who told Ahab, the king, that it's, it's not going to rain and it didn't rain. And when it was rain. So he, Elisha, knew all the kings and, the, you know, all the, the big shots. So he said to her, I could put in a good word for you. I could do something good for you. It's almost like he's saying, you know, you've been so good, let me reward you. Let's listen to what she said. What did she say? Verse, where are we at? You following me? What ver if, we, if you follow me, tell me what verse we at. Remind, remind me. 13. Oh, good, good, good. You got to help me today because we're really rushing, okay? All right. Verse 13. Yeah? Uh, can you put in a good word for me to the king? Can we put a good word for you to the king or to the commander of the army? No, she replied. She said, my family takes good care of me. In the other transition, in the other translation, it says, in the King James, it says, no, I'm good. I'm content. I'm happy where I'm at. It's like she's saying, God has blessed me. I'm with my family. I don't need anything else. Contentment is a good thing. Say, Lord, help me to con be content in whatever state I am. Oh, God, I ask that you'll pour out a spirit of contentment upon these, your church today. That no matter what situation they find themselves in, God, the spirit of contentment will be upon them. So, verse 14, it said, Elisha... Later, Elijah asked Gehazi, what can we do for her? So he's saying, what did she say? Gehazi replied, she doesn't have a son. Now, she didn't tell Gehazi that. I mean, she didn't say anything to Gehazi. But Gehazi, who is the servant, having met her several times, probably talked to her and knew she didn't have a son. And her husband is an old man. So think about this with this lady. She probably was like Hannah. Asking God for years, God, give me a child. Give me a child. God, give me a child. But God did not open her womb. But did she sit and complain that, God, all I do for you, all I've done? No, she kept going and she did his bidding. She did God's bidding. And the Lord knew the inner desires of her heart, the unspoken desires who am I speaking to today? There's some desires that you have in your life that are unspoken, that you never told a soul. But I'm here to tell you that God hears those desires. He knows what you need. Hallelujah. And in due time, if you will continue to look to him, he's going to make it happen for you. Listen to what happened to this woman. Who's going to help me preach? You guys know this story, right? That's right. You all know this story. So when he, when Gehazi told Elisha that, he said, call her back again. So when Elisha called her, the woman returned. Elisha said to her, 
as she stood in the doorway. Next year, at this time, you will be holding a son in your hand. Hallelujah. He gave her a prophetic word. Hallelujah. And she knew it had to be God because she did not tell them what she desired. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, God answers the hidden desires of your hearts. God answers those hidden desires of your hearts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of us as mothers, God has blessed us with your children. And they might not be doing all that you want them to do. They might not be going down the path you want them to go. But today I need you to do something. I need your mouth to come in alignment with the word of God. I need your mouth to come in alignment with the word of God. What do you mean by that? I need you to stop saying the things you're saying. Even when you're discouraged, even when it looks bad, you need to align yourself with the word of God and declare it is well. So he told her next time this year, you're going to be holding a son in your arms. And this is what she said. No, my Lord, she cried. Oh, man of God, don't deceive me. And don't get my hopes up like that. She was there in that situation several times. She remembered the pain. She remembered the tears. She cried. And she said, don't get my hopes up like that. But sure enough, the woman soon, verse 17. Sure enough, the woman soon became pregnant. And at that time, the following year, she had a son, just like Elisha said. Glory to God. How many know God will keep his promise? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is a God. He don't lie. He will keep his promise. Anybody sleeping yet? Don't sleep on me. You're going to read with me today. There is an anointing in reading the word of God. Okay, so stay with me. We're almost done. So one day, okay, so we know she had the child, right? And where am I? Verse 18. Brother Antonio, he said amen, so he's following me right now. He's preaching with me up here. So one day when her child was older, he had grown up to be a young man, you know, grown up and he was out now with the father. He was out working in the field with his father. And hear what happens. So he was older, went out to help his father, who was working with the harvester. So they were farmers, you could tell. And suddenly he cried out, my head hurts, my head hurts. So, excuse me, if we could lighten that, it's almost like you'd say he had an aneurysm or something happened in his head. Yeah, because he said, my head hurts, my head hurts. And what does dad do? Dad said, take him to his mother. Is not what dads always do. Well, I know. Oh, Pastor said he's over here saying no, no, no. Don't, don't, don't you hear? Don't you say that about me? <laughs> but a lot of times, when the fathers might panic, you know, the mothers, when we're in the the face of adversity and something happens, a lot of times we stay calm. So in this situation, what does it says? His father said to one of his servants, carry him to his mother. So the, ter- the servant took him home and his mother held him on her lap. Now, he wasn't a young boy. He was an old enough child. 
You know, he was a young man. But you think of the, all the agony that this woman was going through. Think of what she might be feeling. Here it is. Look up at me for a minute. Here it is. I'm not reading here. This son that she desired, the secret desire, this miracle boy that God gave her. He's coming up. And when she thinks everything is good, calamity is about to hit her. God, who am I talking to? You probably in life have gone through some calamities, but I'm here to tell you, be encouraging God. So he took him to his mother. Verse 20, what did, she, what, what did he do? Verse 20, took him to the mother, laid him on the lap. But she held him on her lap, but around noontime, he died. My God, my God. Jesus, are you feeling her pain? Are you understanding the crisis she's going through? But mothers, I'm here to say to you, what do you do when calamity hits? When you're doing all you know how to do? When you're trying to be the person God called you to be? Raising your family, you're praying for them. What do you do when those kids go awry? What do you do when they get into trouble? What do you do when they start going the way that you didn't lead? What You didn't bring them up that way. You didn't bring them up that way. And it's almost like they're going into death. What do you do? I'm here to tell you, trust God. Oh, trust God. Because in the midst of calamity, God promised that he'll be there with you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the greatest crisis this woman could have ever felt, God was with her. Trust God. Trust God. So this is what she did in verse 21. She carried him up. And laid him on the bed of the man of God. She took him up and she laid him on the bed where Elisha would sleep. And what did she do? She shut the door and she left him there. Let me tell you, sometimes you got to go into that place. Oh, go into that place. And you get into that secret place with God. And you got to shut the door. But listen. And this is what she did. She sent a message to her husband. And this is what she said. She said, send one of, those serv one of the servants and a donkey that I could hurry to the man of God and come right back. You know, back then, she didn't have a car. <laughs> she said, saddle up that donkey. You need to hear it in the, in, the, um, in the New King James Version. It says, please send me... You, Send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God. Saddle him up and let me go. So the husband says to her, why are you going? Why are you going today? Verse 23. He asks, it's neither a new moon festival or a Sabbath. So, you know, the different feasts you would go up to see the man of God. But he says, it's neither. Why are you going? And this is what I want you to hear, what she said. But she said, it will be all right. Not in the King James Version, she said, it is well. It is well. It is well. In the midst 
of the gift that God gave her in the midst of that miracle. The boy is dead and she's not freaking out. She's not, God, where are you? But really, God, no. She had this incredible faith. She didn't even tell her husband that the boy was dead. A lot of times you got to shut your mouth and you can't share everything with some people. Because when you're, you have to line your faith up with someone that's going to agree with your faith. Because if she, if she had said to the husband, the boy is dead, he might have said, well, why are you going to the man of God? He's already dead. She didn't want to hear that because she had a faith that was undaunted. Hallelujah. I'm coming up close. So she saddled up the horse. She saddled up the donkey and said to her servant, she says, hurry, get there. It's like she would say, put your foot on the pedal and don't, don't take up until I tell you. She said, don't slow down unless I tell you to. She had in her mind was made up. She said, I'm going to see the man of God. That was the closest thing she could get to God. We have to have a made up mind that no matter what, we're going to hold on to the, the hem of his garment. We're going to hold on to the tail. We're going to go to God. We're going to hold on to him and believe and trust him. Hallelujah. So as she approached the man of God at Mount Carmel, Elisha saw her in the distance. He said to Gehazi, look. The woman from Shunem is coming. Run out and meet her and ask her, is everything all right with you? Is everything all right with your husband? Is everything all right with your child? Gehazi go out to her. And what do you think she did? You think she told Gehazi anything? No. She says, yes. The woman told Gehazi, she said, it's every, she said, it's well. All is well. Oh, my God. All is well, she said. She said, everything is fine. But when she came to the man of God at the mountain, oh, hallelujah. When she came to the man of God at the mountain, she fell on the ground before him and she caught a hold of his feet. My prayer for you today is that you will fall at the feet of Jesus. Hallelujah. You will trust and you will believe. You'll hold on to whatever you can and trust that God is going to come through. You got to fall at the feet of Jesus. Glory to God. She caught hold of his feet. Gehazi began to push her away. He's taking her away from the, the master. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. But the man of God said, leave her alone. She is deeply troubled. And the Lord has not told me what it is. Sometimes, you know, God doesn't reveal everything and there's a reason. God never revealed it to the prophet. He never told her, the prophet, that the, 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 the son died. 
but he recognized that she was deeply troubled. How many know that we need to go down to the altar of God and just pour out our hearts and our souls and let him know our hearts hidden secrets. Let him know the deep needs of our hearts. He understands he is God. Hallelujah. Then she said to him, did I ask you for a son, my Lord? And didn't I say, don't deceive me? So see, she's reminding him of his word. Ah. See, when we go to God, we got to remind God of his word. Lord, you said in your word that by your stripes I'm healed. God, you said in your word that my children are a heritage. God, you said in your word that you will do this up to a thousand generations. God, you said in your word. Yes. And didn't I say, don't deceive me and get my hopes up? Then Elisha said to Gehazi, get ready to travel. Get in gear. Take my staff. The staff was his rod. And go. Don't talk to anyone along the way. Go quickly and lay the staff on the child's face. But the boy's mother said, hallelujah. She said, as surely as the Lord lives and you live, I won't go home unless you go with me. I remember somewhere before that I heard somebody said, I won't let you go until you bless me. I think that was Jacob that was wrestling with the angel. She said, uh-uh, your servant isn't enough with that staff. I know, I need a miracle, and I know only you can come, and if you come, the miracle will be. You know, sometimes we just got to stay at the foot of the cross. We have to stay in our knee, on our knees, even though the situation looks hopeless. Man might look on and say the situation is hopeless. I'm uh, let me bring it home to some of the kids, some of the children, mothers. I'm talking to everyone but mothers today. Mothers, the ones that your heart's been crying out to God for. I'm talking about the adult mothers of adult children, not just young mothers. I'm talking about your adult children. Though it seems that their future is not bright anymore, they might be behind bars, they might be on substance, some kind of substance, they might be drug addicts or alcoholics, they might be behind bars, they might be not living what you thought them to be. But you've got to stay on your knees and say, God, I'm going to trust you. I will not get up. I won't move. I'm not going to let go, God, until you do what you only you can do. Hallelujah. Yes. Say it as well. Come on, say it like you mean it. It is well. Hallelujah. So Elisha returned with her. I'm almost done. Gehazi hurried on ahead and laid the staff on the child's face, but nothing happened. There was, see, the, he did as the servant commanded him, but nothing happened. 
See, this is why sometimes we can't look for the easy way out. We, we, we got to wait and stay at the foot of the master. If she had settled and said, okay, let Gehazi go. Uh-uh. She said, uh-uh. No, this is too important. Too, I need to stay here until I get my miracle. There was no sign of life. He returned to meet Elisha and told him, he said, the child is still dead. Hallelujah. When Elisha arrived, the child was indeed dead, lying there on the prophet's bed. He went in alone and he shut the door with him and prayed to the Lord. Oh, I'm talking to somebody today. I need you. If you can't kneel, I need you to go home and go alone somewhere with God. Somewhere with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you can't doubt. You got to trust. You got to believe that he is. And he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's the kind of God we serve. He shut the door behind him. Then he lay on the child's body. He laid on his body. Placing his mouth on the child's mouth, his eyes on the child's eyes, his hands on the child's hands, and he stretched out on him. And the child's body began to grow warm again. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. The child's body began to grow warm again. Oh, hallelujah. The breath of God, the life of God. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Just like how God breathed life into man, life was breathed back into this boy's body. Hallelujah. And Elijah got up, walked back and forth across the room once, and then stretched himself out on the child. This time, the boy sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. Hallelujah, 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 glory. Then as Elisha summoned Gehazi, he said, call the child's mother, he said. And when she came, Elisha said, here, take your son. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can't give up on our children, mother. As long as you got life, you cannot give up on your children. I don't care what they might be doing or what they, you, you think they should be doing, how they should be going. But you don't give up. Because as long as there's a God, there is life. Hallelujah. As long as there's a God, there is life. It says she bowed at, her, at his feet and before him, overwhelmed with gratitude. Then she took her son in her arms and carried him downstairs. All this time, the father didn't even know that his boy was dead. He had no clue. But she knew that she served a God that was much more than able. Can I tell, have somebody 
here today who know that they serve a God that's much more than able today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And not only to mothers, fathers, that's for you too. Sisters, brothers, whatever it is that you need from God. You go to him in prayer and trust him because he will deliver. He will deliver. Can we just stand and raise our hands up and pray? Hallelujah. Give God praise right now. Give God praise. Hallelujah. Come on and say thank you. It is well. It is well. It is well.